Blog Talk Radio.
All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. And uh, who can understand much of anything today? One thing is for sure, though, that I understand is that everybody is full of crap. I mean, it, you just can't get a straight answer from anybody. Everything's a scam. Everything's a trick. Everybody's trying to get over on the next guy. You can't get an honest answer from anybody. I mean, you can't have a conversation with most people today. I mean, it's just everyone has a hidden agenda. I mean, what's going on here? Where are the good people at? Are there any out there? Are there any honest people? Is there anyone willing to go to bat for you anymore and sacrifice and, and uh, you know, fight for you? I mean, or stand up for what's right? I mean, you know, I'm not talking about you have to be Mother Teresa out there and, you know, give everything away and stand on a lily pad and, you know. But the, but the problems we are facing today is, is, is the people in our everyday lives are contributing to these problems. In my life, your life, everybody's like, I'm sure there is. There has to be. And we don't confront them and we allow it. We passively allow it to happen over and over and over again. And it's gotten to the point now where it's boiling over to to the destruction of of, of America really is and what it was about. Nobody has time to talk anymore. Everybody, everyone's looking at their phones, staring at their phones, you know, in a rush. All you're doing is getting bombarded by scam telemarketers constantly. Everybody's trying to, you know, hound you and rip you off. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And everybody's wanting to protect you for your security. For security reasons, can I get the last one of your social security number? No. No, you cannot. I'm not applying for social security benefits. You're not getting it. It's a $1,000 fine. If you ask for my social security number, I pulled that one when I was in the county jail. That cost me big. You know? Oh, yeah. You know? Nothing ever came over because you can't force nothing. You can't force your rights no more. It doesn't matter what you file for a lawsuit. It doesn't matter. Because I have done everything I can to try to... to, uh, stand up for what's right in my particular one individual case, that problem that I had. And in black and white, they flat out told me that that they basically, we don't care. (laughs) We got the power, you don't. You're going to do what we say. That's all let's do it. You know, and the people that are supposed to stand up for what's right, you know, and, and the people that have a badge, those are the people that I can't stand the most because they're the ones that are supposed to uphold the law and protect and preserve and stand up for the law. You have a badge. You swore an oath to de- defend that Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You know, and you have to do what is right. You are sworn officer of the law. You took an oath. You violate it, you know, and, and and nobody will will stand up for what's right. Nobody will take that leap. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? You know, as long as I get to go home in my car tonight, you know, and that's not right. 
Like I said, you don't have to be Mother Teresa. Everybody's going to make mistakes. There's a lot of nobody's perfect out there. Everybody tells us fib here and there. And, you know, every, I get all that, and then one hand washes the other sometimes, and sometimes people got to look the other way. But for the most part, when a wrong, when something is wrong or someone has done wrong, you can't, you know. And I love these people, you know, you ever get these people like, I can't tell a lie, you know, and when you're trying to combat evil. Look, man, just very, just look, look, you know they're wrong what they're doing, so why don't you just stick up and just say, hey, you know, vouch for me here. Even though it's a lie, vouch for me so we can fight this. I can't tell a lie. I, I love those people. I don't lie. And they freaking, and the next, thing, next story, next sentence out of their mouth is a lie. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know, if you're going to lie, at least lie and stand up for something that's right. And that's good. You know, so you can be, because you got to fight fire with fire sometimes. you got to. You have to. You've got to, you know, you have to resist it somehow. I mean, it's just because truth is always the first casualty and victim in war. Always. And it's varied. And, you, and, you, and you're not going to win with the truth because you live in an evil system that, that's, that's, that's populated. Well, the system itself is not evil. It's the people that control and operate within the confines of the system. Because they have an agenda, and I just don't, I just can't see how some people are, how you can act like that towards other people. You know, I'm watching this one video yesterday where this cop is tasering this father in front of his family, tasering him, and and, and uh, torturing him, basically. For what reason? I mean, this video is absolutely disgusting. I mean, the kids are screaming in fear. I mean... You know, or and I got watched another one where this girl was in there in a custody issue. Uh, she was in a family court, and she had a two-year-old daughter with her. Which you should not bring your kids to a courthouse. You should never do that. That's the evil building right there. That building is filled with swamped with evil. You do not bring your children into an evil building like that. Okay, and you know. But anyway, she, she's there, and they're, she's dropping a restraining order or something. They're consenting to resolve it. You know, they're resolving. So she signed a piece of paper. Well. They decide they want to search her uh, pocketbook, the sheriff does, the, uh, the deputy there. So they take her into a room, right, and he's on camera, and he wants her to lift up her shirt. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, and, you know, and he starts feeling around her ass and everything because, you know, she was a good-looking girl and everything, you know. So she, she comes back in, and she makes a complaint to the bail. She goes, uh, you know, this is what this guy did. And he flips out. The guy oh. You're lying, ma'am. You're lying. You're making a false statement right now against the police officer. You're under arrest. They arrest her, right? And she's like, wait. So she starts flipping out and crying. And the guy, and the guy, you're under arrest. And he's like, you know, verbally beating her down, you know. Oh, so why don't you just take it back then? You know, and he's like twisting her words around. He's on camera. I don't know why he's doing this. He's got to know he's being recorded, you know. And then the other bat faggot that was with him, he goes, now he is even worse because he doesn't stop it. You know, he's, he should be punished even worse, okay? But, and, and well, they handcuffed her to two-year-old, now the two-year-old daughter, and the judge is sitting right there, too, on the bench, allowing this to happen and not intervening. She is just as guilty, okay? So, so now after all this trauma, and, and now the kids see this, and they take her to jail. Now, later on, she gets vindicated a year and a half later after going to court 19,000 times, paying bonds, probably losing her job, losing all kinds of money, you know, and going, and going through the mental trauma of all this, 
You know, I think she won like fifty thousand dollar lawsuit or something like that. And and the guy was fired. The cop was supposedly. I'm sure he got reassigned someplace else. You know, and then the other guy got suspended with pay. Ooh, wow, that's punishment. Getting suspended with pay. Wow. <laughs> you know, getting paid to stay home. And the the judge actually two years later, after the video surfaced, obviously two years later, got removed from the bench. Two years. Now imagine how many corruption things that these people have done within that time period before getting caught. And I, you know, and it just goes to show you because there's nobody you can complain to. There's nobody you can complain to at all, at all. You know. And I learned that here. I filed all the proper paperwork. I everything right down to the up until five o'clock in the morning studying case law, laws, everything, and flat out shot down. Right up the ladder, all the way from, all the way to the uh, Superior Court, to the Appellate Court, to the Supreme Court, to the United States Federal District Court. And I could have took it to the Appellate Court, U.S. Court of Appeals, and then the United States Supreme Court, but why bother? You're talking $10,000 and copies and fees and all this, and imagine if I had to pay the filing fees if I had to get those waived. Oh, my God. You know? And you can't get one lawyer to handle the case. There's no lawyer. They all, one lawyer wanted $750 just to talk to him, to sit down for a consultation fee. $750 just to see if they'll take the case. That's a crime. That's got to be a crime. Usury something something. I mean, come on. Isn't there some ethics involved here? Or isn't there some kind of code of ethics? No. There's not, because the system is broken. And when you write letters of complaints, to, like the Justice Department or something, you get a computer-generated response. Well, the Justice Department is in receipt of your letter, sir, and we thank you for contacting us. However, at this time, we are unable to help you because we do not handle claims like this. Go to Section A, Section B, Slash B, Section A, Court B, uh, at 7 o'clock, 7.30 on Tuesdays. We don't handle it. You know, and there's all, it's co- twisted and all kinds of crap, you know? That gives them a way out of it. And this goes to the codes and statutory things that I talk about, one million of them on the books. We've got to restore the republic, get back to common law, restore the republic, get back to the original constitution, restore the your lawful form, because right now we're sickly broken. And I understand, and I get that society out there is dumb, and that we got a lot of bad people out there, and there is a lot of crime. And I know cops got it tough because they're dealing with these idiots out there. Just, I mean... The, the people out there, the, they can't even they, you listen to them talk. They can't even communicate clear, clear, clearly anymore. I mean, what are the kind of language they speak? I don't know. You know, pants hanging off their ass. I mean, you know, come on. You know, so I get it. Just, you know, I understand all that, and that's a tough element. You know, and, and, and the war on drugs is a complete failure. How do you declare war on your own people? You know, so you it's a failure. Why not legalize the stuff, legalize it, and have centers where these people can go and buy their stuff and use it or whatever? You will eliminate 95% of the prison population in this country. You will eliminate most of the crime because people won't be stealing to get the drugs anymore. You know, so, I mean, to do it, let them do it. Just, you know, and the money that you save on the crime and the, and the confinement, supposedly, supposedly, you know, it supposedly costs a lot of money, which I don't think it does. I think they get paid for it, and they, they make money off of it. 
but if they save all this money, then they can you put invest it in education. You know, your government. I play this thing all the time, all the time. This these intros. Your government gets what it pays for. They don't want your children to be educated. Remember that guy? You know, I play it all the time. You know, I mean, and if you don't pay your income tax, you can hide in the Amazon jungle and they will find you. Okay, I play this stuff. So what do we do to fix it? How do you fix it? What do you do? Does the 2 or 3% have to revolt? Do they have to? Does it have to get to that point? I don't know. I'm not calling for it because I don't want to be flashbanged in the morning and taken off to a gulag because you don't have free speech anymore. All right? Because it's all monitored. They listen and watch everything you say, and they will use it against you. I guarantee you 95, 100% of my social media posts are all gathered someplace. I'm, be, I'm always being watched in what I say and how I say it. Because if I say the wrong thing and something does happen, you know they're coming to get me. You know that. I know that. You know, and some of you probably will be too, you know. So the bottom line is this. It's broken. What do we have to do to fix it? How do you fix things? What do you do to fix things? You know, and I don't want to hear, uh, I, I debate this with a lot of pastors. I'm, well, you know, I'm not a part of this world, you know, and all, you know, God handles everything. Nothing happens unless God allows it to happen. I don't want to hear that nonsense either because that's not true. That's not true common sense because I have debated with the best of these theology people. And let me tell you, and they are good. You know, and a lot of times they get me, but sometimes I can get them right back into a corner and then, and then they can't get out, you know, and, and the truth finally comes out and then they really see their true colors, <laughs> you know, and, and believe me, you know, I believe God in the God, I believe there is a creator and I, I you know, I just believe that the, a lot of the religion is organized and is controlled. It has to be corruption involved. Everything else is corrupted. Anything that mankind has touched and got involved in and there's money involved that you know there's corruption. Come on. You mean to tell me there's it's like sports? There's when you have gambling going on, you cannot tell me that people of power with lots of money don't influence things. You cannot say that. You know, come on. So, phone number six five seven three eight three zero six one six. I'll get into the news of today. But anybody here who wants to talk here, who speaks, they can press the number one and uh, put their hands up. So uh, let's take care of Connecticut here. All right, what about this? Go ahead, dear Connecticut. You're on. Yeah, I only got a couple of minutes here, but I just thought I'd jump in and comment on what you were talking about on, on two separate two, two, two separate occasions, two separate cases. Regarding one of your cases, uh, one of my friends and myself filed uh, your federal paperwork for free. An attorney down there in the Greensboro area wanted $20,000 just to file the paperwork not not to, not to do any research or anything like this just to file the paperwork 20 grand can you imagine what he would have wanted to represent you now regarding another situation from down there in the Greensboro area which I'm not even going to elaborate to what it's about I'll just say I got a parking ticket someone else parked my car and I got a parking ticket and and I wanted to fight the parking ticket. Well, it cost me $150 for a consultation fee. And they wanted $10,000 to see what they could do to, to get it taken off. 
that these 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 attorneys right there's something wrong with this fee schedule i mean i mean what what do they think Every, everybody in america is just rolling in dollar bills that's all i have to say right now and my time's about up anyway so continue on yeah well well yeah well yeah the the, the you know in access to courts you can't get in there and talk to the judges. They won't let you talk to them. They're shielded. They hide in the. You just have no. Act. I, matter of fact, I've never seen any judges out in public. I've not, have you ever seen any of these people? You know, I, mean, I haven't. You know, I mean, it's like these, they they come out of nowhere. It's like they're buried someplace in a hole, and then they just come out for court. You know, and then <laughs> I mean, who are these people? You know, I mean, so I I mean, they're just not normal. I just don't understand. I just don't understand the system and and how we can think that this is normal and how we allow it to to continue to abuse us to society out there and how people because people you know they have their little bit of little world that they live in and they're okay for now but when it happens to them they cry and stomp their feet you know and 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 the thing it is this it's, it's got to stop there has to be a, a a restoration point there has to be an awakening there has to be a unification and there has to be I think there will something. be I yeah. think there will be. Yeah, you, 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 you know by now that <laughs> Washington, D.C. Is, is organized crime. That's exactly what it is. It's an organized crime syndicate because, you know, you're talking about it in your local area. Just imagine what it's like there. Just look at the news and look what's going on. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're on one side, <laughs> you're not going to get any justice. If you're on the other side, you could basically commit murder and get away with it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely correct. And, and, but just compare it to the days of yesterday and the leaders. I'm going to play something real quick. This is real, real quick. This is a real good one. This is how – what do you do when you deal with people like this? What do you do? How do you deal with people like this? And there's a lot of them out there. Just listen to her. You can't park here without a permit. What the hell do you mean? I live here. If you live here, you know the rules about parking. Why the f*** you rolling out of your f***ing hand and stuck it in that car? You're yelling like crazy, man. I can't go in the f***ing house for a minute and f***ing come out here some whole f***ing car. If you just listen. You're not going to tow this car. Just wait and see. Just wait. I'm taking the car, man. I don't care. I don't care what you got to do. Coming in this parking lot. We've been coming in here for years. 
why I'm taking the car. I'm not going to take this car. That's why I just told you that. Watch me. No, I'm watching you. I'm not going to take it. Somebody's going to do something. You're not going to take this car. You got to go back to me. You know what? That's what you do. You serious? I'm very serious. You're not towing this car. I am towing it. We have a car hooked up and a lady flipping out. Where's the other strap? She fences. She probably ranks the top ten of the ones that are most uh, aggressive, I guess you would say. I'll give her that. You pushed everyone out. You pushed everyone out. No one touched you. It's not your stuff to be touching. Because she's out of control. He can now hear this car doesn't have a permit. She's flipping out, screaming, pushing everybody. So I'm trying to stop her. She grabs our straps. She won't give them back. We told her we would drop it for a fee. So we're waiting on them to come back now. With money? Correct. If you live here, how do you not know that the car needs to come in? I don't park in here. Okay. I just came from out to go in the house and grab something. The sign doesn't say no parking without a permit no, unless you're just walking in for five here. minutes. It doesn't say that. Everything seems to be fine. There's not going to be no more problems? No. Everything's good. Everything's calmed down now. Usually that's what happens when a police department comes out. you got to understand. They haven't sold cars for so many and, 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 and you see, and you see how she twisted it around. You're pushing me. You're, that was the bit. There you go. You're, you assaulted me. There comes the trick. You know. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. But how do you talk to people like that? How do you deal with people like that? You know, how do you deal with an unruly situation? Now that could have escalated. You know, imagine if the cops showed up now, and then she, and a gang of other people show, now showed up. Now you have a standoff. Okay. Now, what do you do? How do you handle situations like that? You know? I mean, what do you do? It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Uh, I mean, these, this is where we come into conflicts. And rules are rules. I mean, it's a private property. They have rules there. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's just, <laughs> I, I don't agree with it. You know, I mean, taking people, you know. Call into Tony Talk tonight, Joe. This one says, why? Why? Why do I want to call in a Tony talk? What's what's Tony talk? You know, why, why do I want to start nonsense over there and get agitated over there with nonsense? You know, if I call in the Tony talk, he's not going to put me on, you know? So, anyway, uh, anybody here want to talk here? Anybody else here want to talk, uh, say anything else? I don't know if Connecticut's still there on the line or not. I don't know. He said he had to go, so... I'm, I'm I'm still here, but I'm just listening. I'm just listening for a few minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> what What did you think of that? Uh, <laughs> that there, that uh, the the repos- repossession thing there, or the parking thing? You know. <laughs> sort of reminds sort of reminds me of a left wing Democrat. You can't talk to <laughs> yeah. them, and, and 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 once you confront them with a little bit of truth, they go off the wall and they start swearing and screaming. And she yeah. did just the opposite. And, what, and once they find out they're wrong, they're like they're like uh, uh, playing chess uh, chess with a pigeon. They they knock down all the pieces and they fly away. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, crazy. You know, and, and, and I get it. Now, I kind of agree with her. I don't. I don't think that they should take somebody's car like that. I don't think they should. She did just run inside, obviously, just to go get something. And the parking lot's empty. You know, so there's nobody. Right. You know, right. They, so, right. They could have given her there. a ticket. Right. They could have given yeah. her a fine and not towed the car. Why, why yeah. turn? Why? Why turn a $25 fine into a $300 towing bill? Exactly, you know, unjustified bill right. too. You know, I mean, come on, you know. Right. So you know, right. uh, but 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 you know, but, so the situation could have been avoided, and the bottom line is, you know, they should probably just have left her alone. You know, I mean, so but that is a wacky baddie though. Eventually, she'll snap on somebody else. You know. Well, that's right. <laughs> I don't right. know. I don't know. But these are the many different personalities you have to deal with out there. And lies. People do lie, and they make stories up, and you have to be careful. You know, because if that wasn't on camera, just think, and something did happen, and again, just say something really bad happened and somebody got hurt. Oh, boy. You know, well, how do you seek the truth? How do you find out the truth? <laughs> well, well, I, well, I got one for you, if I can get a couple of minutes here. Uh, you know, you know the, the left wing there, the Maxine Walters. They they call everybody racist. They call everybody white supremacist. You know, if you don't do it this way, you're a racist. Well, the Democratic Party now is is teaching our our preschoolers and our kindergartners to be gay and lesbian, uh, and, and they're, they're you know you know they're just off the wall with, with with what they want. They're taking down our history. They're destroying our statues. I think we should start calling them rapists. Because they're raping us of our history, they're raping us of our children, and they're raping us of our future. They are all rapists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do they justify some of this stuff, this teaching children about about gay and stuff? I mean, that's just wrong. I mean, I just don't understand. Who would ever agree with that? the, the, The best way to cure that for them is do it to their children. Because that's their problem. They want all this stuff until it happens to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and it's just like gun control. Oh, they love gun control, but who's got the security detail? These politicians, you know, with security right. guards who carry guns, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, well so, uh, DC you know. the, the DC is an organized crime syndicate. And just look at them. It's good cop against bad cop, Republicans against Democrats. They they all have the dirt on one another. I think they have uh, something between them where they can't come out literally and say anything bad about one another, but they can say little things from time to time. But they all know where all the bones are hidden, and and, and it's just a big game to them, and you're not in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, you know, uh, as far as down here in North Korea, you know, locally handling problems, local issues and solutions to handle things, you know, uh, protecting uh, uh, and ensuring voters voters' rights here, because we've got the voter ID thing as a big, big uh, subject down here, you know. Um, you know, is any level of drawing voting – uh, voting district boundaries by one party to achieve a voting advantage over another considered constitutional. The Constitution defines the details and processes of voting for Congress. Article 1, Section 4 of the Constitution states that the times and places and manner of holding elections for senators and representatives shall be prescribed in each state by the legislature thereof. But the Congress may at any time by, by law make or alter such regulations, except as to the places of choosing senators. 
So the section of the Constitution seems to indicate that the Congress may pass a law to make, a cha- make or change any of the details and processes of voting for Congress in the states, except for the places of choosing senators. Okay, so for many years, the boundaries of some of these individual state voting districts, because it's a big thing down here in North Carolina, of uh, the redistrict, redistricting that they're doing, it actually held up the primary. That's why it's in May 17th this year instead of in March. Um, so uh, the alignment maps have been drawn to provide an advantage for the majority party and the state legislator over the minority party and to limit the impact of the votes of minority groups. When these district maps have been reviewed in the past by the courts, the judges have indicated that they were generally unable to determine if this practice was constitutional or not. Amendments to the Constitution have been passed to prohibit the denial of voting rights on the basis of race or sex, but no amendments have been have yet been um, uh, written to prohibit the denial or, of, or disadvantage, disadvantage for voting on the basis of uh, party voting history. It appears that the creation of an unfair voting advantage for one party over another uh, was not envisioned in the Constitution. But it also appears that neither party in Congress wanted to, wanted to uh, change uh, those processes. So, you know, this redistricting thing to give other uh, other uh, parties an advantage is a, is a big uh, uh, hot topic here in uh, North Carolina, at least. And I'm sure it is around the rest of the country, too. Um, you know, so what's the answer to fixing and correcting this problem? You know, does, they say the Constitution doesn't give you the answer or solution to it. Uh, you know, I, I'm not too sure about that. I mean, like I said, this is a subject that I'm going to be looking into, but it's something that I just don't. I, I mean, when you get government involved anytime, anywhere, in anything, they screw it up. You know, right. they just screw up everything because they're not in touch right. with reality. You know, so I mean. Well, if you want, if you want know. to know how to win, ask, ask ask a Democrat if you want to know how to win. Because get ready for your next lock, lockdown and 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 mail in voting only. Yeah, yeah, you know. So you know, it's 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 very interesting, you know. But the, like I said, if, you know, if you go and look at you know the, the congressional district alignments, and if you go to the Constitution, which details the voting for Congress, Article One, Section Four of the Constitution, you you know you'll be able to see that. But I wonder why they chose. I wonder why the founding fathers, or when they wrote that thing, why they chose uh, uh, not senators but only Congress to change the voting districts. I wonder why they did that. Huh. Very interesting, you know. I wonder why they did that. You know, I'd have to go back and look at these. Well, you know, the well, 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 I got a minute here. Do you know, as of April first, uh, uh, Putin is back in his rubles by gold now. And if you want any yep. oil or gas or whatever from Russia, your currency has to be converted into rubles in order, or rubles or whatever it is, in order to get it. Really? And the same, and the same holds true with India and China. So 2.8 billion people on this earth are no longer dealing in dollars. If you think your gas is high now, wait till next month. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Hold yeah, on. all righty. Yeah, that's very interesting, very interesting. Uh, yeah, we're, we're looking at... Uh Looking at uh, inflation here, we're looking at a lot of problems here, you know, with our value of the dollar. And I've been screaming this for years. I've been yelling it and talking about it for years and years and years. You know, the 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 Federal Reserve Bank is the monster behind all this stuff. And the Fed 
and the Fed. It's a great tool and weapon to have your own printing press. Yes, it is. You know, to print money out of thin air. But you can't, But it doesn't last forever. You have to pay the price somewhere down the road. There is no system of government that has been able to use fractional reserve banking and this and a central banking scheme system and survive. They just were not. And Andrew Jackson was the only president that really stood up against the Federal Reserve. Excuse me, against the central bankers, and that was his campaign slogan: "No bank." You know, so very, very important that people understand that. You know, the central bank, the Federal Reserve, is the most, most uh, important, 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 important tool for the new world order. Their printing press. They have the money to pay for the things, and we have the people that want and lust after these things. So, you know, people need to understand. You know, Ron Paul was right, and the Ron Paul movement was very, you know, in 2008 when that began, I was behind that 100%, the Ron Paul movement, you know. And Ron Paul believes in Austrian economics and uh, uh, money system, and uh, he's dead set against fractional reserve banking. And fractional reserve banking, creating money out of thin air, uh, is, is, not, is not a, uh, a policy that, uh, or, or, uh, or an institution of uh, practice and, and money that we need to... Uh, continue on with and and we have to right now while this inflation is happening is a perfect time right now to address that issue because because we will feel a lot of pain with inflation if we switched over if we tried a new um uh, monetary system. I don't believe we have to eliminate the Federal Reserve System totally. I don't believe that we have to eliminate the uh, dollar totally. I believe it has to be backed by something. And they can't back it with gold because the gold is not there anymore. The gold is gone. You know, There's no gold in Fort Knox, and you can't back it by gold. You can back it by something else. You know, and, and, and right now it's not backed by nothing except for the, the, the full credit and promise that the United States Treasury is going to pay the central bank back. You know, so yeah, the Federal Reserve, key, key issues here on that uh, and money. And a lot of people don't understand it. They think it's boring to talk about. They don't understand money mechanics. They don't understand fractional reserve banking. They don't understand the creation of money. They don't get it. Uh, I've played stuff in the past when it came to the Federal Reserve, and a lot of people, oh, God, that was boring. I can't I don't want to fall asleep. You know, well, that's yeah, okay. You won't fall asleep when the dollar's not worth nothing and when they take all, you know, when they shut everything down. So, you know, you have to understand this stuff. You have to really understand, you know, and, and, and really this goes to the, the corruption, the power and corruption of, of, of your leaders. Your leaders are misleaders because they abuse the system that they are given with this, uh, the central bank, the central, you know, it's, it's good for the rich. It's good for the capitalists, capitalism by imperialism. And, and, and the little guy suffers always, always in, in this type of system. And the policies are corrupt. Man always corrupts everything, you know, uh, bottom line. So we have to have an awakening here. We have to restore our Republic. We have to restore our constitution, our original constitution as it was intended. And, and, and if the people want to cry, well, the founders own slaves, and you want to get into that freaking racist race uh, issue, race-baiting crap, you know, you can go too because we, we're, we got to stop this. we got to knock it off, you know. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous to keep bringing up stupid stuff 
that has nothing to do with to the times in which we live today. There is no systematic racism, institutional racism out there that's suppressing one group of people. There's no agenda out there by the white man to suppress the black people. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not happening. It's not. Are there people that don't like certain people? Yes, there are. And that's on all sides. That's just life, and that's just the way it's going to be. There's always going to be people that don't like you, and don't like, and there's always going to be people that you don't like. And that's just the way it is. That's just how people are. You're not going to change it. You're not. So there's no Ku Klux Klan riding down the Interstate 95 on horses, getting ready to hang anybody. And they're not, you know, they're, they're, it's just not, it's not, it's not there. It's not there. You know, it's gone. Those days are over with. So, you know, so knock it off with your, uh, you know, the United States is, is, is a racist, inherently racist place to be. And all the institutions and policies are designed and there's more blacks in prison than this. And why is that? And look. I'm against the entire prison, okay, system. It doesn't work. It's broken, okay? But I'm not going to sit there and agree with you that, that the system is designed to put black people in prison. No. The, more, the fact of the matter is that a majority more are quote, committing these crimes out there in these neighborhoods because they're less – and they are less economically fortunate, and there's no jobs, and there's nothing for people to do except commit crime. So I'll agree with that for, for point. You know, and it's hard to, to pick yourself up out of these uh, these uh, uh, cities that are just totally burnt up and, and 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 run down and have no opportunity. I get that, but you, but they're but they're not. But the white man isn't out there uh, suppressing you to keep you there. Okay, you know, you everyone is free. To, to go about and move about this country as free as possible, as much as they want to, without being uh, subjugated to institu- you know, the, uh, racism. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm just as much as a target as any black guy out there driving around late at night at 3 o'clock in the morning. I could be, you know, if you're out there doing something wrong and you stand out like a sore thumb, eh, eh, you know, it doesn't matter what color you are. You're going to get picked on by the police. Fact. Okay. Now, and that's just the way it is. Is it right? No, it's not right. You should not be. You should not be singled out and and, and uh, profiled because it's three o'clock in the morning. This is America. You're free to do whatever you want, 24 hours a day. If I want to get in my car at three o'clock in the morning and drive around the block 95 times, that's my right to do so. It's America. I'm free to do that. You know. But so that you know, I'll go. So the people have to understand where I'm coming from on this. Okay. But 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 nobody's out there targeting one you know uh, race of people. It's not happening. And and we've had these discussions and conversations and knock down, drag out arguments on this show with that. Remember the Mandelicons used to call in, and that group of batch of people, and they call and America was just a racist country, and the European invaders were here, and and you know, and we have to give back the the, the land. No, no. Listen, things were that's the history formulates itself whether and whether mistakes were made or not. We're not here to debate that right now. Thing bad things happened throughout the history of the world. Many peoples were enslaved. Slavery exists today. Well, uh, a lot of people across the world are, are enslaved. Uh, you know, still. So you know, mistakes have happened. You know, but we're not going to correct it by giving back the land, the United States, to the Indian people. Don't be a jackass. Don't be a fool. It's not going to happen. You know, now you're going to create racism. Now you're going to create hatred, okay, if you start bringing up policies and, proceed, and doing stupid stuff like that. You know, nobody should be given nothing, 
okay, because of what happened 200 years ago. You should not be given nothing, okay? And that's a fact. And that's just, and if I'm going to take any heat for that, too bad. That's just the way it is. So, um, anyway, all right, uh, 657-383-0616, press the number one if you've got something you want to add here tonight. Uh, I did play that little clip earlier about the car repossession there. Uh, I guess America? Okay, well, I did have this lined up. i got to get this right here. The impending fall of America. Let's get it going here. Evidence. We have the globalist statements. We have their white papers, and now we have them putting it into action. One hundred percent. The multinational mega banks headed up with BlackRock and Vanguard and the private Federal Reserve have set China up to replace the United States and to be an authoritarian model of technocracy and global cashless society. China is the most populous country in the world, and it is the second largest economy. And in terms of its influence politically. Among the superpowers. Uh, so it is accurately described as a key country of the international order. We are 100% now being maneuvered into, and we're now entering the official phase of the end of the dollar. Uh, over the coming, uh, you know, next year, two years, uh, the dollar, as far as, uh, you know, being the you know, linched into global trade and, and the, you know, key, um, you know, the key, the key currency for uh, commodity trade and global trade is likely to uh, start to erode, given a lot of the changes that we're seeing, uh, you know, not only in, uh, you know, the trade landscape, but also what we're seeing in the development of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and central bank digital currencies. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. We're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Uh, but also, this money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. Now, for folks that aren't into the economy and into economics and into currencies and into what that means, uh, this country will look like Venezuela in just a couple of years if this actually happens. We will look like Zimbabwe or Weimar Republic Germany. Uh, that's all we had left was a giant military and the fact that we had the world reserve currency. All of the major banks and the CIA and the entire federal government at the top is doing exactly what you do to burn down the U.S. economy and shut us down and use economic warfare on us. Like if you wanted to burn down, let's say, an old farmhouse that you didn't even want to pay to have a demolition. You can wait until it's a rainy time. There's no burn man. Call the fire department out and burn that sucker down. I've had family burn down their old farmhouse. That's cheaper than hauling it off. So they've been pouring gasoline all over the country for a long time, and now they, they throw the match in. The match goes spin into the air, 
in the last month, it actually hit, and now the house is engulfed in flames, and it's going to burn to the ground. And it's all been done by design. It's being heralded from BBC to Al Jazeera to the Communist Chinese official daily. If we admit that they shipped in tons of fentanyl, they deliberately bankrupted the cities, they deliberately annihilated the family, they deliberately destroyed the border, they are absolutely publicly killing the dollar right now. And let's just get it out there. The good old days are over.
we're just simply trying to fight hard until the end with this whole with this whole situation. And so um, it, it all goes to keep us on the air and to stand up for Ted, to stood up for freedom. So long. And, and to fight this legal battle, save GCN.com, save GCN.com. And uh, they, you know, they didn't raise eight thousand dollars at least. Or, or I told him, I said I'll pay for it. I don't have that extra money right now, but I'll I'll get it one way or another. I sold my house. I've been putting all the money into keep this place going the last three months. That's fine. But I mean, we're down to the wire. Just like you see in the news of war and COVID and all of it. This is the beginning of very serious times, so we need to stay on air, and God's working for you to keep us on air. So I want you to go to SaveGCN, SaveGCN.com, SaveGCN.com, and, and donate to get Ted the money he needs to continue that fight. SaveGCN.com, they give us and go, because they're literally trying to shut down the radio network we're on one way or another to get us, and that'd be like, you know, cutting our left hand off. It wouldn't feel good. We can keep fighting, but it's definitely them just hacking through, burning through, getting the bank accounts, taking the sponsors, suing us, deplatforming us, just attack, attack, attack. And that's fine, because they're going down. The real order's going down. Everybody's aware of who they are and what they're up to. But we need to stay in attack formation to the end and not stop. So go to save GCM. All right, everybody understand the times in which you live today. I just wanted to play that there. Because, you know, they yeah, they do sign with people and shut you down. Unless you've got mo- all kinds of money, you will not be nationally known or, or you know getting out there and it's the supporter and the people it's just like this podcast show you know everybody out there that listens you know you, you got to uh you know keep listening and downloading the shows and uh you know and spreading the word out there and uh keep keep up keep up the good work you know because uh all these victories we've had against the new world order you know uh standing up for what's right uh you know that's why it hasn't happened yet that's why we're able to fight them off. That's why we're able to reserve our rights still and have small victories and standing up against tyranny. But we are losing today, big time. So here in North Carolina, that's why I'm running for public office down here. But, you know, I'm not part of the big club, the good old boys network. You know, I'm, I'm not going to get the, uh, the big-time uh, endorsements from these big-time uh, uh, big Duke Energy and stuff like that. And they're not going to come out and uh, support somebody like me who's saying restore the republic. They're not going to do that. But the people out there that are, that are in the little farmhouses and the little neighborhoods out here, those are the people right now, the backbone, the small businesses still that exist. Those are the people out there. That's the votes that I'm going to have to get. You know, those are the people that are out there that are going to have to support everything. Those are the people that have to take care of each other. So we have to take care of each other and look out for each other. You know, we st- and stop being greedy, stop being selfish, and stop uh, um, allowing our youth to be misinformed and misguided and uh, uneducated. It's up to us to educate the people as much as possible and, and teach the people what is right and what is wrong. And no matter if you're standing in line at the grocery store, if you stand, if you when you go, you have got to talk to people and put the seeds in their head and try to have a civilized conversation with people about the things that are happening. Don't talk about something stupid. Don't talk about LeBron James. Don't talk about the Duke basketball game last night or the other night. Don't talk about nonsense like that. Who cares? I don't care about Coach K. Who the hell's Coach K to me? He's nobody to me. He lives in a million-dollar house someplace. He's never going to – he doesn't care about Joe Gibson. Why should I care about Coach K? He's not going to eat dinner with me anytime soon. Where, you know, who cares? 
everybody out there crying. <laughs> Coach K's last game. Oh, no. You know? Who cares? I don't care about him. And I don't care about his wife's health problems. I don't wish him any harm. And, I, you know, I don't wish nothing bad upon him. But I don't care. Because they don't care about me. You know, and 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 when push comes to shove, they're not in the fight with us. They're not struggling to pay their bills. They're not rubbing nickels together to get by. They're not out there doing what we're doing, you know what I mean, living like we're living. When they go out to dinner, they go pay $90 for a baked potato, and it doesn't hurt them, you know. When they go to the store, they go buy big, you know. When they go do an oil change in their car, they're getting one done in that Porsche. That, you know, it costs $1,375 for an oil change, okay, not in 49.95, okay. So, you know, they're not a part of us. That's why I say these things. So I'm not going to cry it's his last game, and I don't care about him and what he's doing because he's not in my realm. He's not in my uh, clique. He's not in my group, all right? He's not a part of my family. He's not a part of uh, the system that we're trying to stand up with to fight the new world order, okay? He is a part of the problem, all right? So let's put it that way. Okay, so so I don't care about Duke and the, and the Coach K, uh, just as an example. But uh, all right, anyway, six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press the number one if you have something to say, if you have something to share. There's no guests here, no uh, no uh, uh, guests here tonight. I didn't have nothing really specially lined up here, but I think I'm going to put together a YouTube. Uh, a video here for a uh, commercial. Um, you know, these guys with these, you know, that got this guy here, he wants to, uh, for advertising. And this guy's uh, a podcaster, too, in the uh, local area here. $400 to do a 15-minute podcast. I said, man, I, got my, I can do my own podcast for free. You know? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. You know, I mean, I'm running for public office. So when I win, though, I'm sure he'd want to do an interview with me. You know, I'm sure that. You know, and, and, and uh, $35 for a 30-second ad. You know, I mean, look, I understand he probably got overhead and costs, you know. But I'll tell you what, on my podcast here, guess what? I don't charge people to come on here. You know, you want to come on here and you want to uh, uh, advertise? Hey, go right ahead, you know. I think people should give what their conscience tells. I think that's how it should be. Give, you know, don't charge, but give what you think is right, you know, if you're going to take advantage of someone's service. You know, can we operate like that all throughout everywhere? No, of course not, because you have people that would take advantage. You know, you have, you know, you've got the people, the con people out there. You got the immoral people out there. You know, but back years ago, when commerce was done, like look, let's look at the industrial age when uh, during the 1800s, the great industrial boom there. If you go back and read history or look at history, you know how how business was done and how people, you know, you go out and walk into a store, people had uh, they didn't come in there and have to pay all the time. You know, remember that show, Little House on the Prairie? You know, when they come into the uh, what's that? Uh, what the heck was that one there? They had ran that country store. Or it's just like the Waltons or whatever. They run in. You know, you have a little bill. Hey, put it on my bill today. I'm a little short, you know. And then they trust you to come back and pay. Try doing that today. <laughs> I'm walking to Walmart and say, put it on my bill. <laughs> that ain't going to happen, you know, because, because they couldn't. They'd be out of business before the, the next day because you'd have everybody in there taking flat screen TVs wanting, you know, on credit, <laughs> you know, and never paying because you have dishonesty today. 
You know, you have, uh, I think somebody told me a few weeks ago, you didn't have people calling you up trying to scam you all the time like they do today. You know, all these telemarketers trying to scam you, rip you off. Let me go to my, I got eBay thing here going, right? Look, I'm going to give this an example here right now. This is a good example, eBay, right here, eBay, all right? eBay, I got an eBay page here. This is what this idiot does, okay, this jerk right here, okay? I got something for sale on eBay, and and he makes me an offer, okay? Now, this is a crystal filter, all right? And and, and I got $35 listed for the price on it, right? You know what he does? He offers me, he's a scam, he offers me 40 to be a wise ass, so it shuts down the list, so it stops the listing, holds me, holds me up, and 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 you know, you know, and he's not, and he, and he's obviously a troll, and his and his username is Dick something or whatever. I'm not going to say the the full vulgar name, you know. Now, why can't eBay, with all their security, okay, and all their protections? Because listen, man, when you open up a seller account on eBay, you got to jump through hoops, you got to do somersaults, they got to verify who you are. But how come he can? How come he slips on by? How did he get on by? You know, how does this happen? I wonder. You know, I wonder how the. And if you call eBay and you ask, they won't tell you. They're not going to tell you who this guy is. You know, matter of fact, you can't even call eBay anyway. There's no customer service line. You know, let me see right here. Let me, let me try to see. Let's try. Let's see if I can call them right now. Let's see. Let's see. I want to contact eBay and make a complaint about this guy. So what do I do? Let's go to my page here. This is one of the problems with America, one of the huge problems right here. Where's customer service? What do I do? Let me see. Is there any help and contact? Tiny little letters up the top, help and contact. Okay. Let me click on that. Help and contact. Let's see what we get. Oh, how can we help you? They want me to type it in, right? All right. And then underneath that, it's got, got selling issues. Quickly resolve them and sell or help. And it gives me what they think I should. my problem is, okay, getting paid, request selling limit increase, review policy issues, return and refund for sellers, request to remove feedback, request to remove defects. My problem's not listed here. So what do I do? Okay, uh, let's see. So let's type in the little box. Let's see. I have a troll. Troll. Uh, you know? And, and, and they're not going to – they won't even acknowledge it. Won't even acknowledge it. So there, won't even do it. So I can't contact them. There's no customer service number. You know, I have to. I have to. What I have to do is I have to use their suggestions to try to get a hold of somebody, and I'll get a little box that'll pop up here, and then they they'll send me a code, and then they'll call me. Okay, I have to sit by and wait for them to call me. It could be 45 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. They call me. And what, what's going to, now who's going to call me is it's going to be somebody in uh, India, okay, or Mongolia someplace. And they're going to, and, and, and you're going to hear all, <laughs> all kinds of background noise with this person. <clears throat> Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? You know, and that's what you're going to get, right? Uh, my name is Joseph Gibson. Oh, can you please take your full name, please, and your address, and your kind ID number, please, and verify your last social, last four digits of your social security number? That's what you're going to get, okay? Can you please verify your address? Can you please give me your, your license plate of your car? Okay, can you get your uh, driver's license out, please? Give me your driver's license. They want every form of identification, okay? And you can't understand them. And then, you're gonna, and then I'm going to sit there and tell them my problem. 
oh, I'm so sorry you were having this problem. I apologize. eBay apologize. You know, they, they, they have, they'll apologize nine times, you know. Which I don't want to hear that. It just, that just burns me up when somebody does that, when they apologize, you know, because they don't care. And, and, and the bottom line is if I really, really, really push the issue, they'll hang up on me, okay? And that's going to be your customer service. That's what you get. It's with PayPal. It's with Amazon. It's with eBay. It's with Walmart. And we've demonstrated it on this show. This is one of the main problems here in America. And there's no truth in advertising. And you can't make contact with anybody. And, and, and we talked about this just in the beginning of this show. Everybody's staring at their cell phones. Because that's what people want. They don't want to call you and talk to you. They want to text message you. They want to send you a Snapchat. They want to do something stupid because they can't talk to you because people can't communicate anymore. And that's why, you know, people can't call into this podcast show, a majority of the people, even if they were listening, because they can't communicate. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to talk unless I'm arguing with them, unless I was fighting with them, unless I was something stupid, unless I was talking about something stupid like pornography. You know, uh, you know, or, or sexual perversion. Then my show, my show will be loaded with callers. You know, and that's a, and this is what this is our problems. You know, these are our problems. We have to fix it. We've got to fix it. We've got to clean this mess up. And it's going to take some hard decisions. It's going to take some real, real hard decisions. You know, so. Anyway, a lot of people don't think we're going to make it that far because, you know, we get into, we get into the religious discussion. Maybe maybe we'll do an Easter show coming up there with Dr. Ventura again. He's going to, you know, get him out there preaching, talking about the end times. Who knows? But anyway, all right, anybody here want to contribute to the podcast? Go back to the phone boards here. Take a look. If not, I'll get ready here to wrap up the podcast uh, since I didn't have any guests on here tonight. Uh, but tomorrow night, uh, if you want to tune into the Republic of the United States, uh, you can go there. They're on at 6.30 p.m. Matter of fact, let me get that out there, because usually I go over there sometimes or I'll simulcast with them. Let me give that information out for you, those that are listening, in case you want to go in there, go over there um, and uh, check it out. Um, but uh, I'll check the phone boards here. And, hang on, I'm just making them do that. I should have had this up, republicofunitedstates.org. Go to republicofunitedstates.org, and you learn about the republic. They do about an hour-long uh, call. Uh, with some of the leadership over there, but you, if you want to go, you go to, um, uh, let's see here, um, uh, 6.30, uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, House of Representatives, you go to uh, 717-908-1931, and the access code would be 9287606, and the pound sign. Again, 717-908-1931, access code 9287606. Go there and uh, go on their call if you want and uh, listen and learn something. You know, learn about the Republic. You know, the people of the Republic for the United States of America, okay? And um, learn about the lawful government and learn how you can fix things, you know? Um, it's very important, you know, very, very important. Uh, uh, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Remember that one? You know? So, uh, let's see here. Let me go down the line here. Let me go down back to the phone board here. Phone, what happened to my phone board? Uh, 657-383-0616 if you want to talk here. I think I lost my phones here. Um, where the heck did they go? 
Yeah, you're still there. Yeah, you're still on there. I think I lost a couple people here. Uh, uh. I can I can talk about Amazon and eBay if you like. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I still got my phone board here. Okay, I see about I see about five or six numbers up here. Okay, I don't see anybody putting their hands up though to talk. So press one. You guys want to join? I'll give you a free time here to talk. We got we got an audience here. So you want to bring something up? I'll give you about you know talk whatever you want. But go ahead there, Connecticut. Go ahead. Selling on eBay. Yes, it is quite a nightmare to establish an account on eBay. And, of course, they do it for your protection. And you're absolutely right. They won't tell you anything about the buyer or anything else. Now, what usually happens on eBay, you'll receive a message from some buyer related to an item you're selling. And the message is really unclear and unspecific. And I think they're just strolling for an answer. And let me tell you what happens and what happened to me. And it's it's happened more than once. And eBay resolved this for me, gave me back all my money and everything else, and uh, and was very polite and very courteous. But this goes with items you've sold. You you just report a buyer, click on the link, and you fill out the form and so on and so forth. But what happens is I sold a movie on eBay. And uh, this is a guy that messaged me with with some crazy-ass question in the beginning. And, and he purchased it, and I looked up his address on Google Maps, and his address is all blurred out, so you can't see his house or anything else. And I shipped it to him. And about a week later, I get a, a message back from him. He, he wants to return it, because it just doesn't appear right to him. And, you know, I, I'm telling him, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I don't take returns and everything. And then it went on and on. I said, listen, okay, if you haven't opened the item, I'll be happy to take it back. He said, no, I haven't opened it. So I get the item back, and it was still shrink-wrapped. Uh, unfortunately, he doesn't know that I take pictures of all my items before I ship them out. And he re-shrink-wrapped it because it didn't match what I sent out. And I, did, I, and I called eBay, and eBay was very responsive to, to my concerns and everything, and they seen what was going on. And this, this guy is now history. And I got my money back, and I got the item back, and and everything is normal. Now, if you're selling on Amazon, if you want to create a seller account on Amazon, that's even harder than, than eBay. You've got to provide a banking statement, your driver's license front and back. You've got to jump through their hoops and ladders, and you have to wait for them to approve you. And if you want to sell in one of their categories, like DVDs or CDs, you have to supply an invoice from a recent uh, from a recent wholesale purchase or where you buy your DVDs from. And if you do that, they'll reject you anyway for no specific terms. It's our policy not to accept this. And if you ask them why, they won't respond with any kind of answer. They just say no. And and there's no way around it. They just won't allow it. So I, I believe that like you said, everybody's too busy looking at their cell phones. These big corporations, eBay, Amazon, they're, they're, they're educating the, the younger audience to, to not interact with anyone except for them. And, and, this, and this is going to be their life down the road because they're listening to it. Yeah. It's sad. You know, it's very sad. You know, I mean, a lot of problems out there. A lot of problems. I don't know. I don't know how much longer we got. You know. Oh, we got a long time. <laughs> yeah, everybody's getting sick, and you know, never know. But anyway, 
All right. Well, I guess I'll get ready to wrap it up here. I don't got no callers here. I want to press one, I think. Who wants to get on here? So, all right. Well, that's fine. Uh, slow night tonight, I guess. You know, usually I get about, you know, a couple of you know, takers, but got a few people listening. All right. Well, all right. Uh, 657 Anybody want to jump in here? That's fine. Uh, that, that's fine. No, nobody has to. I understand. All right. Well, I guess I'll get ready to wrap it up here. Uh, what should I play here at the end here? Let's see. What? Infomercial, huh? Uh, what do you like? <laughs> well, how about having some uh, uh, um, John Adams, huh? What about that? Play the, entire, play the entire creature from Jekyll Island and give somebody something to think about. Yeah, 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 I know. Well, I don't have enough time for that now. But, yeah, that's that's about, what, an hour and a half? You know, so, no. Know. Well, but maybe we'll do that next there. show. Yeah, I'll do that next show. I'll play the creature of Jekyll Island. You know, might as well, what the heck, put it up, teach them about banking. Just told you about what's going on with the money. So, uh, but, uh, um, yeah, well, uh, fractional reserve banking, biggest threat to the economy. There's the dollar's going out. The dollar's done. I mean, what are you going to do? What are we going to do if we end up like Venezuela? You know, but, all right, we'll wrap it up with well, John Adams, everybody. Well, 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 well again, before you go to John Adams, it's, you know, this guy in the White House, he hasn't done anything right in 50 years. If you look back on his career, he's done nothing positive for this country in 50 years. Unless, of course, he's a fascist, a socialist, or a communist, then everything that they're doing is right. I don't think he's a buffoon. I don't think he's incapable of what people are saying. I think it's a big plan, and they're just trying to pull the wool over our eyes. It could be. Who knows? Who knows, man? Who knows? All right, everybody, let's listen to the Founding Fathers. And three minutes long. Can you wait that long? Here we go. President recognizes Mr. Adams of Massachusetts. Objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will affect the lives of millions. Born and unborn, are now before us. We must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate, as there is nothing on this side of Jerusalem, of greater importance to mankind. My worthy colleague from Pennsylvania has spoken with great ingenuity and eloquence. He has given you a grim prognostication of our national future, but where he foresees apocalypse, I see hope. I see a new nation ready to take its place in the world. Not an empire, but a republic. And a republic of laws, not men. Gentlemen, we are in the very midst of revolution. The most complete, unexpected, and remarkable of any in the history of the world. How few of the human race 
have ever had an opportunity of choosing a system of government for themselves and their children. I am not without apprehensions, gentlemen. But the end we have in sight is more than worth all the means. I believe, sirs, that the hour has come. My judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have, all that I am, and all that I hope in this life, I am now ready to stake upon it. While I live, let me have a country. A free country. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. God bless the Republic.